0: Hello, and welcome on into the M.O. podcast. You're here with me, Consumatia Sam, and my lovely co-host, Atreya. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about Bigfoot uh, and whether... <laughs> Is real do you have any thoughts
1: uh yeah i'm a little bit of a skeptic there's so many hoaxes i've been watching videos there was uh in 2008 i remember reading at work uh that there was a group of researchers that had discovered this bigfoot body and i was so excited and uh i spent all day waiting for the like the press release kind of thing and i remember seeing the picture and thinking like oh yeah yeah i guess it could be um, and then it came out later that they just spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on a rubber monkey suit.
0: Yeah, this is this is the problem. There. there's so many hoaxes out there. That particular hoax was by a person called Rick Dyer, uh, and basically he'd found a Sasquatch body out in the woods, and he basically he it was proof of life kind of thing. Uh, the thing is, he got paid for fifty thousand dollars up front by the discovering bigfoot team and uh, literally it turned up in a block of ice this body and as soon as it had started to defrost it was there was just like rubber feet hollow head fake <laughs> hair i mean th- the worst thing about it is that he actually repeated this feat in 2014 he claimed that he'd killed a Bigfoot. Uh, he, he ran all kinds of DNA tests uh, with private laboratories, but he never released them to the general public. Uh, and he he then took it on tour around the USA char- <laughs> charging people to uh to, to come and view this Bigfoot. Uh, he almost he made almost half a million dollars from this, and then basically I think it was an anthropologist that was on tour with him, and who had said yeah, this is the real deal actually properly looks at it one day, and then went to uh, Rick and said, "Uh, is this fake? and he went, yeah (laughs) so basically all the crew left all the crew left, and uh, he he had nowhere to go, so he had to come out and say yeah, it was a hoax but he, he claimed to have a Bigfoot body, but he just didn't want to take it on tour with him in case it got stolen. Like, I don't yeah, get that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. If you, it, I mean, if you had one, you'd, you, it wouldn't. If you had one, it's proof. Yeah. No, no one could. It, I wouldn't even be bothered about being called mad or, you know, simpleton or whatever. Whatever. You've got the proof there and then. Uh, but yeah, so they let him do it twice, which was, uh, which was crazy. And people crazy.
1: fell for it twice. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And he he came out subsequently afterwards and said, uh, "I'm I'm not I'm not gonna hoax anyone again." <laughs>
1: that's good of him. Yeah. that's real good of him.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've you've made you've made half a million quid. Why why, why, why why'd you need to? Uh, exactly. So so yeah, I mean to be honest with you, I am a believer in the fact that. I I want to believe. I really do want to believe, mm-hmm. uh, but it, like you say, there's so many hoaxes. This is this is the problem with. I'm going to use quotation marks and say the Bigfoot community. Uh, yeah. They they. If you've seen something like this, okay, maybe it is a harrowing experience, and you've, you've uh, and you've not seen it. But why would you want to? Make uh, well, obviously, to make money off it, but. Yeah you're going to be called out. If it's a new species of animal, people are going to want to do tests on it. It's it's not like you can just go, yeah, that happened. Everyone believes me. My word against everyone else's. Yeah. It doesn't work like that in the, the scientific <laughs> community, unfortunately. Yeah. As much as some people in power in America would want to believe that that's how it works, science actually does have a fundamental basis in reality. Uh Unfortunately, but yeah, uh, I mean to be honest with you, it's there's so many there's so many stories from all around the world uh, about Bigfoot or it goes by different names. The Yeti in uh, the Himalayas and China. It's called the Almas in Siberia. The Yerin in northern China. The Yawi in Australia.
1: The abominable snowman
0: exactly so these this there's, there's just so many so many stories from around the world and all of these stories predate modern technology so newspapers being a global phenomenon this was before then like the first the first possible or the first spotting in australia was in 1795 uh so there's, there's no way that that's kind of they they people in America would have known about that in that time do you know what i mean and then in 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 the u s a the first properly uh recorded incident was nineteen twenty four it's 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 oh I just I just want to believe <laughs> that's all.
1: I will say the Patterson footage is pretty, it's pretty compelling the way that, I I mean, I didn't realize until it got pointed out to me, but you can actually see muscle mass. You can kind of see bones moving. And I mean, at the same time, it does kind of look like a man in a monkey suit, but I get what what they're saying. You know, it's more compelling than the other videos. Like I watched one of an alleged juvenile Bigfoot, um, from 2007 i swear to god it looks like a man in a gimp outfit i think <laughs> the photographer i guess the photographer just came across like a, a, a dog in sight or something and got a bit scared and his first thought wasn't oh this is a man in a gimp suit it's oh my god it's bigfoot because as you do you know <laughs> so i'm not convinced with that one there's also a one from 2013 um that apparently they They ploughed thousands and thousands of dollars into this project to catch Bigfoot and the film quality is so horrific. It's so poor, especially for 2013 and they've got like a close up of the Bigfoot face and it clearly looks animatronic. It's so poor. It's unreal and then they've got it walking through the woods as well and it proper just looks like it's got like a cheeky swagger going on, you know, like (laughs) like it's almost like it's whistling on its way to work, Like, like a builder. It just doesn't look like a Gorilla or a Bigfoot looks like a hairy builder.
0: Yeah, there's, there's, there's one that I saw, and literally, it's it's got a gangster walk. Yeah. It's like... Well, I mean, I know, obviously, if, it, if it's an apex predator, obviously, it is king of them woods, but it's not going to walk like it's Ten Men. Come on. It's yeah,
1: with a big gold medallion.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing as well. With the advances in technology and everything all the videos that you see taken more recently the Pattison Gimlin film is still the best recorded one out there even though they had a little shitty cine thing that they were doing it on
1: definitely it is really really poor footage all the stuff like the modern day stuff which is like you say surprising given even camera phones have good quality now even in 2013 they were decent quality so there's no need and there's no reason i mean especially if they if you pay all that money to put a project together you you want to invest in a decent camera so that to me just screams hoax because they don't want they, it's all wobbly footage it's pixelated it's like they don't want it to be clear and steady because then everybody would see that's just a an animatronic model or it's a bloke in a monkey suit
0: yeah, the they're hikes. keeping it as vague as possible, aren't they?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: been around in Native American culture for a long, long time since the Native Americans were. Uh, they've always had this, this being in their culture. I mean, they 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 kind of considered the Bigfoot or the big hairy man or this giant. Uh, that was he was on the border between animal consciousness and human style consciousness mm-hmm. uh, it, it it's they I mean even the word sasquatch comes from uh, uh, a Native American word uh, uh, of the Salish tribe sesquack which which means wild man hmm. uh, so I mean it, it, yeah so there's apparently there's like that all Maybe not all of the tribes, but quite a lot of the tribes had this belief in that there was there was something out there in in coastal Oregon. There was tales of wild men who left m- immense footprints uh The plain tribes told stories of giants who look like humans, and then they borrow things from the village like fishing nets or harpoons mm-hmm. uh and in, he's kind of seen as an... The Bigfoot, he's kind of seen as an elder and a brother to mm. the, the humans within the Native American culture. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there there are quite a few stories around these tribes that th- th- this is where it's come from. But the obviously, uh, as soon as the white man got hold of it, they kind of ran with it. And mm. uh, the... Yeah. The most famous... or oh, the first story that came out of America was the Battle of Ape Canyon, uh, and this was in nineteen twenty four, and it was five gold miners, and they were, it wasn't called Ape Canyon before this happened, by the way, but they were uh, they were prospecting in a canyon in Oregon, I believe. Yeah, I think so, uh, and. Basically, as they had this, they had this little shack up there, and they went out to it one day. And as they were, as they were making their way to it, they came across like big footprints, and they had a, a sense of foreboding. Something was watching them. But they found a massive gold seam, and heaven and earth couldn't couldn't move them. Uh, one of the uh, people who was on this expedition. Uh, was called Fred Beck and he he, he wrote about it but he, d- he only wrote about it 40 years later so already it's a bit <laughs> hmm,
1: hmm. a little bit yeah. suspect mm-hmm. uh,
0: but basically what happened was they were going they just finished prospecting and they were going to the well and they saw this giant hairy creature hiding behind a tree, they shot at it, missed and it legged it so they were quite rattled by it and they were right. It was getting close to dark, and they said, "Right, we'll we'll go back to town tomorrow," because they didn't want to be around the place. Because, but because we don't want to travel in the darkness, so everyone was in agreement. Uh, so what happened was at around about midnight, they were all woke with a loud thud, which uh, against the side of the shack. Oof. And it was uh, apparently there was things, creatures throwing rocks at the shed. They pushed against the shed. They tried opening the door. They were on the roof. Uh, basically, they were they were just like harassing these these people. In in what one of the tales that I read, a hairy arm came through one of the windows and picked up an axe.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And then, the not Fred Beck, but the man he, one of the men that he was with, shot at it uh, in inside this log cabin which had five men in it because that's sensible. <laughs> uh, he shot at it and it dropped the axe and withdrew its arm. God, that's uh,
1: terrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, so basically they pretty much stayed up the whole night with uh, the bed against the door, them pushing against the door. Someone they had. They had guns on them, obviously, but they were all keeping stag, and and they were... It was... Apparently, it was a horrendous ordeal for them. So the attack ended at daybreak, and when they felt confident enough to open the door and poke their heads round, there was footprints all around the hut, there was rocks strewn everywhere, uh, and they decided that they were going to hightail it and leave... As they were actually leaving the site, uh, there they saw a they saw one of these creatures, and Fred Beck shot it three times, and it fell down an inaccessible canyon. Uh, Convenient. Yeah, this is this. <laughs> so this is kind of where it gets a little, little ropey. So when when they went back into town, uh, they went. They reported this, this is what happened, duh, 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 duh. Uh, they went up with a couple of park rangers. One of the park rangers, uh, when he was shown the canyon, where the, the creature fell down, he literally just jumped down it. It wasn't inaccessible at all. He, 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 got, <laughs> he got to the bottom of it, found nothing, came back up. Uh, wow. And then when they got back with the Rangers and they said, well, okay, but what about the footprints? He actually got down on on his knees and put his fist in the dirt and then his palm behind it, uh, uh, above it, and said, that's how they did it. Wow. Uh, So it is a little bit dodgy. And then Mm -hmm. uh, as well, apparently... This canyon was... Uh, it was a, there was some YMCA kids staying in the area and it was a tradition for them to roll rocks down this canyon.
1: <laughs>
0: and from, from the angle of uh, where, where the cabin was and how they were looking up, because it was dark, all they would have seen is people above them, obviously, so the height is skewed, uh, just silhouetted in the darkness.
1: And clearly, those kids, if they realised they were scaring the actual crap out of these men in the cabin, would have every incentive to just keep going.
0: Of course, of course, it's laughing it. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant.
0: But Love yeah, that. so that that's that's the first, the first properly uh, documented case of this, and then there's the Patterson and Gimlin film, uh, mm. which. Is that still the the best best film that, that, that we've got today on record and for real. it is with this it is kind of there's there's red flags all over it because Patterson, he was a he was a believer, he he went all up and down California trying to look for these the trying to look for Bigfoot. He he was he was a known believer within the community. Uh, he made a couple of visits into Hollywood to see some acting people uh, <laughs> just before all this kicked off. They were they they were kind of acquaintances, but why would you go and see him?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and while they were what before. While why they were there, the reason they were there is because they were actually filming a documentary, at the time, about cowboys. It was about cowboys and and cattle ranching, but a lot of people have said, well, that's a little bit suspect isn't it, really. Which it is if you're there and you're doing that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh. But yeah. But Patty, as uh, she has become known, uh, yes. because she has breasts uh, and you, you, you can clearly see them but a lot, yeah. of, peop- a lot of anthropologists and uh, primate specialists have said okay she may have breasts but like, you don't have hairy breasts which is what she had uh,
1: god that would be awful yeah
0: uh, but so so that's one of the things as well that they they've said. This is why it could be kind of a fake because the uh, atom autonomy still can't say that word anatomy anatomy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, is a little bit off in places, but basically, what happened was as they were rounded up on a creek, they came across Patty, uh, and she was she was. She was on a horn. She's in this creek. And uh, Patterson's horse reared at the sight of this. This is why by the time you you kind of see the video and get good video, this is why she's so far away. Uh, but it's, it's a 50, less than a minute video, and there's there's probably 15 seconds of great footage that you do see where, where she turns back and looks at the camera in a very nonchalant way. Uh, and and I uh, I want to not, believe...
1: Do you not think, though, if even if it was a a really tall bloke in a monkey suit, that that probably would have freaked the horse out anyway? Mm. <laughs> even if it wasn't a real Bigfoot, even if it was just somebody in a costume, probably that would have scared the horse regardless, right?
0: Of course, without a shadow of a doubt. It's, it's, it's one of them. Even if Gimlin wasn't in on this and it was just Patterson, I think it makes sense that because if you because literally it just came round the corner and it was there and obviously the horse is gonna be scared yeah <laughs> regardless because it's a shock it doesn't matter even if it was even if it was say a bear or something as size equated it it would have it would have had a fright
1: uh i actually don't think gimlin was in well from like personally from a personal perspective i I think he was in the dark about it. Um, there was actually an, an interview with a guy uh, years later who took a lie detector test and said, yes, I was definitely the guy in the in the Bigfoot footage. I was the guy in the monkey suit. And he passed the lie detector test, but they're not exactly the most reliable things, uh, are they, in the world?
0: Exactly. And uh, with that as well, it's interesting because there's two... He was called Bob Herionimus. I believe well, well, it's probably not the right pronunciation, <laughs> but it's me. Uh, so he he claimed he was in the suit, but a man called Philip Morris claimed he made this suit. But mm. in between them saying things that describing this suit, there is there is so many differences in it. Like for instance bob says he was in a uh two-part suit where they had to kind of zip it up so they put the the top on and then it was like pants and a top kind of thing morris Mm -hmm. said he made a onesie uh Ah. bob said uh i can't remember which way round it is but one of them said it had detachable hands and the other one said no it was all in one uh, it was the material was different. Bob said it was horsehair and it stank, but the person that made it said he he used synthetic f- uh, fibers on it. So it's 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 with just with that difference, there's mm-hmm. these differences everywhere, inconsistencies with everything, uh, in it. But again, that that's that's the best kind of footage we've got after all these years.
1: You know, speaking of like eyewitness accounts, when you were saying about the prospectors in Oregon, uh, I saw a video about um, a woman who, she didn't actually give a time, like a time period or anything, but she said that... Search and rescue had been called in uh, to Oregon to look for a missing four-year-old boy. Uh, he They searched all day and all night. He wasn't found. And then the next morning, he was found by the side of the road. And all he kept banging on about was this big, hairy man who found him and put him on the side of the road. And instantly, this woman was like, it had to have been Bigfoot. Like, a, a four-year-old wouldn't lie. Yes, because a four-year-old is a reliable source of information. Like... <laughs> And could it not just, like, say if you if if a four-year-old, say his dad was clean-shaven and some bloke, big, hairy, blurry driver or something with a beard came and found him and put him on the side of the road and then left, that, would that not constitute as a big, hairy man? <laughs> like, instantly they think Bigfoot. Like, could it not just be a man with a beard that this child is not... A beard is not a familiar thing to them?
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the first thing they shout for. And, I mean, as well, there's... there's you go back to, like, Grizzly Adams and mountain men of that ilk. They, they've all yeah. got big bushy beards, don't they? They're yeah. all, like... So, he could have been wearing a, a bear skin or something. If he, if he lived off the grid and in the mountains kind of thing, obviously, it's not... And kids are stupid anyway, so...
1: And I wouldn't, like... I I guess if a kid had been missing for a full day and you were just some random bloke who lived on his own in a log cabin in the woods you probably wouldn't want to be the person who was like hey i found this little boy because they'd be like oh my god you're the crazy old man that lives in the woods you kidnapped him exactly so, exactly <laughs> what've you been
0: doing up there Jesus. yeah exactly yeah.
1: you would just be like you just sit by the side of the road here and i'll just pretend i was never here
0: yeah yeah ex- exactly <laughs> i mean there's uh it's it's just some people just jump to it straight away i mean there's there was a there's a there would there was a uh, documentary on Netflix like a couple of years ago, and it was called "Discovering Bigfoot," uh, and it was by a guy called Todd Standing. And he's—I don't want to use the word controversial figure when we're talking about Bigfoot because uh, it, yeah. it has it has the no relevance, <laughs> does it really? No. But no. Some people in the Bigfoot community don't like him. Let's say that, but. You're watching you watching this this documentary and you're going, oh my god, this actually seems sane and rational. Uh, and the way he describes it, the way he goes on about it and, and everything. And then literally it's like an hour and a half. And the last twenty-five like the last ten minutes, you just go in, I have wasted 90 minutes of my life. <laughs> yes, because I watched it. Have you seen it? And yeah, then oh, things exactly the same. <laughs> you just look at him and go do you think that's gonna fool people it are just the way that head just turns like uh just like oh my god and it blinks and you go i can i can hear the motors whirring oh it was just oh i got so involved and so excited i was like oh my god this guy's talking sense he's really rational and then you get to the last 10 minutes and you go Lunatic.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I, w- I was watching it and I was just like, "Oh my god, I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something at the TV." Like, I-, I can't even. I need copious amounts of alcohol now to get past this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just oh, and then and then that's the reason why when people think you're mental because you've got people like that looking, do, do, doing this kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, but to be honest with you, I mean, Jane Goodall, she she's kind of she wants to believe in them as well. Uh, there was an interview with her, and she said, "All right, they're grasping at straws," but she said, "You can't categorically rule them out." Uh, but then when she was pushed, she was like, "Yeah, I suppose that there being no bodies is a big indicator that they don't exist." Uh, but she's 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 the the primate activist, and and she she she's on board. Uh, uh-huh.
1: I mean, where they where they're mostly seen or sighted, is there a lot of kind of Native American or secluded kind of tribe or groups of people around, because I guess if they, like you said before, when they kind of see this Bigfoot as kind of like a a friend to their clan, maybe these groups of people are dotted around and they're protecting them or hiding them, maybe they live underground, maybe that's why we've never found any. I I mean, I I read somewhere that uh, they are... Like the crossbreed between uh, human woman and a, like a Neanderthal man mm. or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I've 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 heard that as well.
1: Like I don't. I've, they're kind of big. Yeah. I, I don't think Neanderthals were that tall, right?
0: <laughs> no, exactly. They like we've got taller as we've evolved. That's that. That's the thing. Uh, I mean, there's there's of on what it can be. There's there's. People are trying to say it's kind of uh, an extinct ape. Uh, so it's it's called... Oh, here we go. Uh, uh But they're trying to say maybe, maybe it's that and it's hidden in the woods. But the problem with that is that the fossils have only been found in Asia of this ape. And it wasn't bipedal. It was... Uh, quadrupedal because of its immense size it had to walk on its hands and most chimpanzees use their hands whereas most bigfoot reports are that it walks around on two feet just like people
1: that would totally discount it if it was if it was walking on all four limbs that would totally discount it being a bigfoot yeah yeah
0: yeah exactly i mean it could be uh an extinct hominid. uh but it's it's kind of hard to not have evolved yeah. and especially where there's there's no native apes in in the US uh, they're, yeah. they're not native to the US uh, so that's that's kind of thing but as well I heard that it was uh, uh, the missing link between Neanderthals and, and uh, well humans and apes that that uh, Maybe a sexy Bigfoot came in one day and and, and a woman went, wow, yeah, you you're my You're so tall
1: and broad-shouldered, sweet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, look at your back hair. Wow. Uh,
1: and the fact that you smell like smegma, apparently.
0: Apparently so, yes. That Ew. is what I've heard. Uh, Do you
1: think a lot of people could be seeing grizzly bears as well or mountain bears, black bears? I, I mean... They're kind of big. They're kind of hairy. From a distance, if you uh, if you want to see a Bigfoot, you're gonna see a Bigfoot, even if it's a bear, right? You're not gonna get close enough to double check, cl- presumably.
0: Of course, yeah. I mean, even in the, at the turn of the century, the the term Bigfoot was used uh, for two bears that were harassing communities within the the northwest pacific northwest of america uh so so that is where most of the sightings come from which is like washington state and uh oregon california that is where the majority of sightings of bigfoot have come from uh and at the turn of the century because they just came across these tracks that were so immense uh, that that the term Bigfoot was actually the first first time used in the papers to describe an animal. Uh, they were they were like over nine hundred pounds apparently each, so they're big old boys, just less than a ton.
1: What do you make of the footprints? Like, what do you think? Because, obviously, if, there's a, if it's a bear, I mean, you can see claw prints. If it's in, you know, a wooded area, you could clearly see that it was a bear. But if it's in the snow, um, it's a little bit more difficult to tell, right?
0: Yeah. So, basically, because of the way the feet are, or human feet are, and bear feet are, it's something to do with the claws. I can't remember. Was it... Was it cats... I mean, I know cats have got a retractable claw, so when they pad down, you don't actually see the claw, but I don't think bears can do that. So when they pad down, you clearly see that it's a claw. Uh, Whereas with the big footprints, or the ones that have been plaster cast, they're just a bigger version of human footprints.
1: Yeah, and they're too big. They, even if they were kind of, I mean, I know when you know when it goes in the snow. That when the snow melts, it makes the footprint bigger. So a human footprint could be mistaken for a big footprint as it expands when the snow melts. But. Um, it, even if it was a bear, it, it's it's far too big anyway to be a bear, right? It's I mean, they're like 15 inches or something, the footprints that they yeah. found, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I think uh, parties was 17 inches uh, that they went back, because Patties and Gimlin, after they lost sight of it, they went back to their camp to get plaster, which obviously you you, you take on a Camping trip, with you?
1: <laughs> Strange. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, to get to get a cast of of the foot, uh, but a lot of them, yeah, a lot of these casts are they're just bigger versions of human human footprints, and you can see the big toe, you can see the little toe, uh, they're very defined in 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 the footprint. So, I don't think they can be bears. They can't be bears, but. Whether they're,
1: I mean, there is a way to fake them, isn't there? You could you could make like a model foot, and, and but I think they're on about like the, the, the weight of the body supporting the foot would have to be, you know, you could tell if it was put in the ground clearly straight away if it's a hoax because of the the indent,
0: how yeah. far it's gone in, you know, of the of the depth of it and the 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 heel to toe kind of thing uh, of walking. Yeah, I mean I'd I believe the Patterson Gimlin film more than I believe in just having casts just seeing the casts. But obviously the casts need to come from somewhere and a lot of people that come across these casts they, they don't really I mean obviously they've heard of it, but they just they don't they're not as clued in as to do a hoax, if you know what I mean. Like, like Rick Dyer and Todd Standing, they're in, in the community. And the uh, the B... What is it? The Bigfoot... BFRO? Is it a B? Yeah, the BFRO. Uh, the stories that you read on there, they are by normal people who okay there's a few that you read and you go oh, that's suspect but there's quite a few that, that, uh, that are on there and that you, you they, they wouldn't they've just seen something and they want to know what it is kind of thing
1: yeah I mean if you've got a primatologist who is familiar with primates um, and, and they're looking at one of these footprints or they're looking at a, a den I know that there's they're say they found nests and things like that, um, then if that person is kind of convinced or even maybe even sitting on the fence, as long as they're not outright going, no, this is not a thing, is no. I know a lot of primatologists don't believe in Bigfoot, it goes without saying, but even if it it makes them think a little bit like, "Mm, this isn't typical primate behaviour, that's always, I always think that's a good indication of maybe there's a little bit of truth to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean there's there's the thing is as well, a lot of a lot of uh scientists don't want to get involved with it because obviously it is kooky. I, I, exactly. But when you when you when you literally see the Gimlin film, the Patterson Gimlin film and you watch it and there's people from that from nineteen sixty seven who are saying the special effects, they couldn't do it then. They couldn't make a suit like that. Okay, there are a little bit of inconsistencies between Patterson's story and Gimlin's story, but I think the inconsistencies make it more believable. If they both had the same story, verbatim, or not even verbatim, but if they both had the same story, I think that's more worrying because yeah, they've they sat down they talked and talked about, about it, it yeah, and yeah. gone, this is what we're going to say. So I think the inconsistencies give it a little bit more credit, and especially with the fact that uh, the guy who apparently made it, he didn't come out until 2002.
1: Yeah, a bit late to the party there.
0: <laughs> exactly, and he turned around and said, well, I don't want to give the the secrets away of how, of how films get made and that, and it's like... It's not the Magician eh? circle. Yeah, no. it's not the. It, you know what I mean? It, no one, no one cares about that. If you knew about it, then... even even uh, the guy in the suit, Bob Hieronymus, he he didn't come out until nineteen
1: ninety eight. I don't get it. Have they not seen like this too of any DVD with the special effects? <laughs> like, they give it all away. <laughs> It's not like, a secret.
0: No, exactly. We we, we kind of know. It's just we, we, we tend to try and believe it. You know what I mean? We know that people are making suits for, for special effects and for films and stuff. You're not giving anything away. It's just I think a lot of people wanted to jump on the bandwagon of it with that. And, like I say, it's...
1: I don't think people go into the cinema either thinking, oh, my God, this movie's real. I don't think people went into, like, the Planet of the Apes or King Kong and came out thinking, holy shit, can you imagine if that gorilla actually does make it to New York? Jesus Christ.
0: That's <laughs> like, it. You, you, know, you know what I mean? You know Harry, it's not real. <laughs> Harry, Harry and the Hendersons was not a documentary. I mean... <laughs> yes. that exactly. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, I say that, but my wife does watch programmes like she thinks it's the news, everything's the news for her. Like, oh to
1: be my fair, god. My mum did watch Paranormal Activity and think that the whole thing was real. <laughs> she was terrified.
0: Oh, bless.
1: <laughs> yeah, my stepdad had to tell her halfway through that, yeah, you, you know, this is just a movie, right? It's not real. And she was like, what? Turn it off then, that's crap.
0: I've <laughs> had <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, so yeah. But, okay, so as well as the footprints, so we've got hair samples, haven't we? This is the big thing. They're always sending away hair samples. I mean, in 1976, the FBI actually, this man badgered the FBI into testing a hair sample that he'd found that he was convinced was Bigfoot, and he was saying, he sent them a letter saying, look, we actually take this very seriously. Please don't mock us. Can you just prove one way or another whether this hair belongs to an unknown species um, could, could it be a Bigfoot? And so the, the FBI sent it away to the, to the lab. It came back. It was a deer hair, <laughs> you know? And, and then we've got other hair samples that turn out to be uh deer, dog, grizzly bear, mountain bear, black bear, brown bear. We haven't yet found anything. I don't think that is unidentifiable.
0: No, no, uh, Exactly. I mean, there was a, uh, a study in 2009, uh, basically it, it's, they said, they kind of came back and said that all the hair that you've kind of found is probably going to be, it's, it's never going to be unidentifiable uh mm-hmm. the only reason it comes back unidentifiable is because of errors with the the, the actual hair yeah like it, it's been contaminated in in, mm-hmm. in some way or or another i mean yeah, yeah i don't know where where you would find hair from though and why why you going looking for hair if you're looking for a Bigfoot to be honest. It's a but, hard uh, thing
1: to find as well, right?
0: That's it. I mean on the
1: forest floor like how would you even come across that? Surely it's not even if you were walking through the forest, like unless you're on your hands and knees with a, a bloody magnifying glass. It's not something you would ever just come across.
0: No, no, of course. If in in the only time I'm not saying I'm a big outdoorist, but the only time I've ever found hair is uh, on barbed wire from sheep when they rub up against the fence. I've never come across a big lump of hair next to a tree or on a tree. You know what I mean? I mean, I've not been looking, I'll be honest with you, but it's it's like a needle in a haystack, isn't it?
1: They kind of rub up against trees i mean i feel like i feel like the jungle book is leading me with this one to be honest <laughs> but I, I get yeah i guess bears rub up against trees and maybe just leave a bit of fur on there or something but would that not be your first thought if you see like fur on a tree you'd be like oh a bear scratched his back against this when he had a bit of an itch you wouldn't be like oh my god bigfoot
0: no no because uh, especially if you're giving if you like uh anthrop- Anthropomorphizing it—that word—if if <laughs> you can't kind of...
1: yeah.
0: yeah, if you projecting it as a human or, or as a missing link, then why would it do what a bear? The only reason a bear does that is because it doesn't have arms and can't scratch its back. Do, do you know what I mean? So, surely if you found hair at the base of a tree, you'd be like, "Well, it's either a lazy bigfoot or a bear." It's do, do, do you know what I mean? It's not. It makes no sense if you put in, if if you're saying, oh, it does. It's human. It does human traits. It's bipedal. It walks around. It 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 it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't automatically go. Oh well, it does animal stuff. Because you've already got that thing in your mind, don't you? That it 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 is.
1: It's partly human.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you you. you, you it'd be red flags if you found hair there plus the fact, like, surely I mean I don't know but if you're going out looking for a Bigfoot, you've got to be experienced in the woods for a start if you're experienced in the woods in America, you're going to know about bears and what they do and how they do it and to a certain extent what their hair looks like, surely
1: you would think so, yeah it would be a good idea to to have knowledge of this kind of thing because the last thing you want is, like, a mountain bear sneaking up on you from behind.
0: Exactly. Like, you're just in the bush looking at something going, that's a Bigfoot, that's a Bigfoot, and a, like, (laughs) 900-pound grizzly jumps on your face, like, oh, it's not, it's got claws shipped. Yes,
1: exactly. And I kind of feel as well, like, if they're saying that Bigfoot is more towards the human side of things, I feel like, like, I'm not... I don't really know how to say it without being mean about humans, but I feel like it would have some sort of aggressive tendencies. You know, like humans just are not amazingly nice
0: yeah. creatures
1: in general. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with the missing 411.
0: Yes, yes, I am, yeah.
1: So allegedly the, the um, one of the theories is that Bigfoot kidnapped these people um, who, who always seem to be... To go, dis- to go missing while they're picking berries and they come back in a swamp. If What, what, what is Bigfoot getting out of this? <laughs> He's just kidnapping them and, you know, going, hey, have lunch with us for this evening and we'll just put you back in a swamp tomorrow morning. Like, I feel like if it was kidnapping these people, it would be killing them and eating them or at least robbing them. I don't know. Yeah. Because they need new T-shirts. I don't, I just nicking them and then putting them back in a swamp. I don't get that at all.
0: No, it's just I think I think that's just people going out into the woods taking peyote and uh, uh, and waking up in the morning like oh, what? what uh, my what, thoughts
1: what, exactly. They're what, always what's... disoriented. Like mm-hmm, someone's been tripping on acid. <laughs> the the um the Diatlov Pass. That also one of the theories to that for all the hikers that you know their bodies were found mangled and mutilated and and. Yeah, apparently, yeah, that was the Abominable Snowman. And there was a picture um, where you could see that they'd taken on one of their found like cameras. Um, and you could see this, this Bigfoot thing. And yeah, he'd clearly tore them apart and ripped their eyes out and ripped their tongues out. And then when the, fo- the photo was analysed after... No, no, it's it's actually just one of them with a big backpack on. They didn't oh. actually claim to be Bigfoot at all. <laughs> they just... You were taking a picture of each other, and people just blew it out of proportion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, y- yeah, I mean, uh, was that was that the one in Russia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that one one day. Uh, that's that's a really good story. That, but uh, yeah, I I mean, I think with there was a story many like early. I think it was the early thirties, forties, maybe, and it was about someone who had got kidnapped by a group of Bigfoots, uh, and literally they just put him in a sack and took him. I can't, I can't, I can I remember reading it a while back, uh, and they they had him for four days, uh, in in this colony. He was just in a sack for four days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And basically he he broke free. I can't remember the ins and outs of it. How he did it, but it it's just you just read it and go, no, you you had a bad trip and you 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 just got lost in the woods.
1: Or it's more likely that like the hills have eyes people like who live in the mountains <laughs> like kidnapped him and they were going to eat him or something and he his instant first thought wasn't the hills have eyes hillbillies it was bigfoot yeah hillbilly is more likely <laughs>
0: it's, it's very true i mean to be honest, it's it's one of them with it there's so many muddled stories that you've got to try and wade through and the people going after looking for bigfoot are the kind of people that if they sat down next to you and started telling you a story in a bar you'd go check please
1: yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like if Bigfoot is real, they're probably quite peaceful kind of creatures that just sort of want to keep out of the way and want to go about their day-to-day business without people photographing them all the time, you know? I-, I don't feel like they're these cannibalistic monsters who are kidnapping people who are just clearly just picking berries for the crack. I just, I don't feel like, I feel like these stories just don't, they don't add up. And that if Bigfoot is out there and is real, it's just a a species we've never discovered yet. That's just getting on with its life peacefully. It's not bothering anybody.
0: That's it exactly. I mean, I think if they were, if they were more violently uh, inclined, I think we would have heard a lot about it. Do you know they probably I mean? would have
1: found one, right?
0: Exactly. We hear about bear attacks and and other... Like when bears just wander down from the mountains in California and in are a, a sat in someone's backyard.
1: Or break into KFC and eat them dry.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I love that video. But yeah, they we truly would have found one if they were aggressive, killing people kind of thing
0: yeah I mean i'm' I'm, I'm more on the, um, I'm more on the thought of the uh, Native Americans that they're just these chilled out dudes that mm-hmm. that border this animal human consciousness and are like big brothers to us and are just, just chilled they don't need the hassle of it. They've just watched us from afar and gone. we'll just let you mess all that up and uh, mm-hmm. we'll be here later.
1: Maybe they've never actually been discovered because they've been around just as long as we have and maybe back in the day before we started writing things down and, and drawing things, maybe we were killing them left, right and centre and they just went and found a way to hide away and they've just evolved like that and just evolved to the point now where they're really good at hiding, you know, because they see us as a threat, maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's the thing uh, as well. Like, when you're in a forest and it's really deep forest kind of thing, like, like not second, thir- tertiary, mm-hmm. when it's that thick, you can walk past an animal and it can be a metre away from you and not even notice. Yeah, yeah. If, if something wants to not be seen in that kind of environment, you're never going to find them. Yeah, exactly. No matter all the equipment you can have on you, if you are just... Being human and being loud and noisy and thinking you own the place, even as much as you want to be the p- most professional pigfoot hunter, that's <laughs> our quotations, obviously, <laughs> if if something wants to stay hidden, it's going to stay hidden. I think it's one of them that we're, we're never going to know, unless you get a body and you dissect it and it's DNA tested and it comes back as unknown, unknown, unknown... I think that's the only way we're ever going to know because, obviously, people are liars. You can't trust them. Four-year-olds are liars. You can't (laughs) trust them. Uh, You know, there's there's so many hoaxes, fakes, and people just try to do it either for the crack or for the money. Unless unless we find a body... uh, Because... Even if, even if we found a colony of them, there's always going to be someone that will shoot them and and, and yeah, drag I them out. Yeah, I hope we
1: don't ever find them if if they exist. I hope they just carry on being you know living their peaceful lives. And...
0: That's it. If they're if they're as chill as 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 I want them to be, then they we don't need to find them. We really don't need to find them because we'll just bring a a tsunami of like pain on them
1: they don't deserve the shit that we would bring down on them after discovering them yeah
0: exactly yeah that's it
1: if anybody knows if Bigfoot really does exist don't tell anybody it's a secret
0: (laughs) I'll believe you but Others won't.
1: Yeah, just email us, but don't know yeah, yeah. anybody else. <laughs> yeah,
0: We'll keep your secret safe. Yeah, yeah. So that was the MO Podcast with me, Contumation Sam, and my lovely co-host. Betraya. Thank you all so much for joining us. Truly appreciate it. Bye. Bye.